Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 158 of the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And uh, uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy How, New Year. Thank you. How are the holidays for the pilots? I'm sure they're excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that Michigan won the TCU game. Yeah. Right? I'm sure. And by this time, we'll know what happened in the national championship. Yeah. Exciting times. Let's just assume they won. So we're really happy. Yeah. It's been 25 years since we've done this well, right? Yeah, we're due. All right, so what are we talking about today? We have a case study we want to kind of dive into. So someone came to us a couple months ago, and they said, I'm considering retirement at the end of the year, and you know, I have an advisor at the bank, and they said, actually, they didn't say that. It wasn't until afterwards. Right. He was kind of holding that in his back pocket. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm interested in retiring. Here's all my stuff. Right. Like, so we built a plan, mm -hmm. a plan that you can trust. And, and we, we basically said, look, you can retire with confidence at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. We feel like it's a bulletproof situation, like hundred percent probability of success mm -hmm. with our reasonable conservative assumptions. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, I can't believe it. Right. He's like, this looks great. And the reason why he was responding that way is because it turns out he has he had an other an existing relationship with an advisor at the bank, mm -hmm. and in that relationship, right, he he brought his info to the other advisor and said, you know, can I retire at the end of the year? And the other advisor said, No, doesn't look no. good. He said, No, withdrawal rate's too high. Withdrawal rate is too high. Mm -hmm. And that is true for the first couple of years, mm -hmm. right? But last week, what did we talk about? Social security and social security delay, mm -hmm. right? And so with this case study, they were delaying social security because they're not 62 yet, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're 59, you know that you've yeah. got three years until you can elect social. Mm -hmm. So for those three years, you're certainly above the 4% safe withdrawal rate. Yeah. But then they could elect social security and immediately drop below the 4% withdrawal rate, which we know is a good position to be in, mm -hmm. or continue delaying until, you know, 67 mm -hmm. or so to really get, you know, that extra, what, 30% bump, right, 8% mm -hmm. per year, you right. know, you get 30% more at 67, mm -hmm. puts a lot more pressure on the portfolio between 59 and 67, but it's temporary. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a classic case of not really looking at all the factors, right? There's, there's major assumptions that were overlooked to come up with that conclusion because you really have to look at everything. You know, when you turn on the Social Security, then what does cash flow look like, and so on. It just reminds me of how planners don't plan. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I have so many names that I can call this guy, <laughs> but I'm, yeah. just, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. So let's just say some planners don't plan, and let's think about. This client from, from how we're in January now. Okay, mm -hmm. this guy's retired. He's got a great plan. Yeah, you know, if he followed the other advice, 
he would literally be working for free for the next two years based on the way the situation worked out. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the planner, right? The advisor, whatever you want to call him. I'm just really skeptical of the skill set here mm -hmm. because it's like a back of the napkin plan. Yeah. Didn't take into consideration some of the most basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Most basic stuff. Yeah. And then look, the 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 bank advisor, right? His incentive is to manage the money. Mm-hmm. Right? So like I'm I don't know. I mean <laughs> we think about the fiduciary, yeah. right? So look, as a fiduciary, we recommend what is in the client's best interest always, okay? So you have to think about this from the retirement point of view as well. Mm -hmm. This is like a fiduciary thing. There is a conflict of interest because if I recommend that he retires, we stand to manage that money and have increased revenue. Mm -hmm. So there is by definition a conflict of interest, mm -hmm. okay? But we are presenting fair and balanced projections and assumptions so they can make the educated decision. Yes, I do want to, re to retire and yes, I am choosing to hire you mm -hmm. on an ongoing basis, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's lay that out there, right? Mm -hmm. Well, at the bank, it's the same situation, okay? Right. But he, he wasn't even like trying to make it work, right? That's the weirdest thing. Yeah. It's such a slam dunk, but they left the money on the table. Yeah. Yeah, and I've had other, I mean, not to pile on the bank, guys, but I had another one, another client come in and say to the bank guy, all he ever told him is as long as you can live off the 4%, you'll be fine. That's all you need to know for your retirement plan. He just boiled it down to that alone without taking in any other variables. That's all we need, right? Yeah. What, what are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, this the, the case study we, we started with here is a perfect example of that, right? What are we doing? We're, we just gave this guy peace of mind, we gave him the freedom to be able to retire today if he wants, you know, and live the life he's he's wants to live, the retirement he wants to live. Mm -hmm. I feel really good about it. Yeah. You know, this is one of the feel good moments, right, in, in a job well done. And all we're doing is offering our fair and balanced analysis and making it a thorough analysis. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you just, I think it's great that he got a second opinion, you know? Mm -hmm. I really think it's great because otherwise he might be still working. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he's glad he did as well. Exactly. All right, so anything else we want to add to the case study? You know, I would just say if you find yourself in that position and you want to have a second opinion, um, you know, we think we're a good, a good resource for that. We have an outstanding second opinion service, actually. Yeah. And you can learn more at peakwm. Com. Happy New Year, everyone, and go blue. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.